missed you a lot. You know, I just I just haven't felt like I'd be very funny recently. Well, I missed your handsome mug across this monitor. And I understand. We have a, a shitty world, you know. Yeah, we do. But I think I think our viewers need us more than ever. <laughs> Top of the show. Do you want to talk about any any world news, or should we steer into uh, garbage juice uh, premium content? <laughs> GJPC. <laughs> we'll keep it GJPC. But if you'd like to say something, you're you're my friend. You know that. Well, above all else. Um. And I, you know, I don't, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. I've had a stressful day today, but it's easy for me to think, you know what? It's a humbling moment for all of us right? here. Could be worse. Yeah, it could be. I'm still going to bitch about my day. No, yeah, no, 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 no. That's your right as an American citizen. I don't think we can be expected to give up our fundamental rights to complain about anything. Mm -hmm. So I think you're good. I think you're good to go. Thank you. I mean, off the like the show vibe, it's hard for me to say much, to be honest. It's uh, it's really painful, but um, I don't know. I don't really know how to talk about it. I could get real racist right now, but I don't think that's going to help anyone. What this country needs right now is genuine moments of racistivity. What we need more than ever is to go back to the racism that we once had before 9-11, before they took that from us. <laughs> Did you see, did you, like, Kamala Harris, they, they tasked her with the, the task force on Islamophobia or something? It's like <laughs> I, think I, I think I did see a headline, but no, I haven't seen any clips yet. No, it, that to me is, like, the funniest thing, because she's, Vice like, President there was a Kamala post Harris. on Twitter, like, I don't know who should be more offended, the Jews or the Muslims. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> it, It's so funny that... Um, like I had seen people mention in posts over the years that uh, it's like, wow, they, they actually made Veep a reality. The show Veep. And there's so many of those exact same moments that you could imagine Kamala and where she has to kind of like really work on her heels because she has to be fully committed to the president's agenda, no matter what that is. And, and you right. know damn well, like Biden is fumbling around, yeah. Like, like oh, through yeah. his administration, you know damn well that there's been some like back and forth and like stuff. So it shows like her position to kind of already be put into the the, the wackiest look because you're constantly like having to go back on your own word or like excuse something that wasn't really you because it you know you just got to be the mouthpiece for the administration, and then you're, you're just like putting I mean, the, the vice positions. president is just a breathing meat sack that they try to preserve in case the president get it gets kennedy or just you know dies yeah yeah unfortunately it hasn't that hasn't happened in a while <laughs> <laughs> um well ryan we can we can uh, live on the air talk about how you want to make that a reality <laughs> this might be a, a censor heavy kind of show Censor heavy show. Uh, yeah, you know, I think you're brave and we're lucky to have you here on the air tonight. So I, I think uh, all of our listeners at home, just take a moment of silence for a, a round of applause in silence to yourself right now for Lee for being here tonight. We thank him and we love him for all that he does for us. We appreciate his hard work, his dedication. 
being both an excellent podcastman, co-mike, friend, and father to not just me, but to all the, the juice boys and girls out there and Garbage Juice Nation, GJP Nation. Yeah, it's been a heck of a month. We we haven't been on the air. Last show, October 2nd, I do believe. Are we on pace for five episodes this year? We'd have to get five more in before hitting episode 50. I think, I think celebrate we're on pace times. If, we, if we do this every week. Yeah. Uh, Look at us go. Look at us go to get number we could, 50. We could, get there, we could get there before Christmas. This is going to be such a special moment uh, for all of our listeners, for the show. This will be... Uh, a show of epic proportions. Meeting well, Ryan, thank you, a high thank level. you for that lovely introduction. I do think I, I am stunning and brave for being here today. And I'd like to thank you, despite being a member of Hezbollah, you've decided to have a conversation with, with a Jew. Uh, Ryan, Ryan heads up the uh, hateful Georgia chapter of Hezbollah. Um, but I think it's more of a fan club for that little, right, the little Ryan, Chechen dude. Muhammad Ryan Akir. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my my Muslim name. Uh, well, I'm sorry. What'd you say? The little Hezbollah guy? Yeah. No. 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 What? What's, what, his, what's name? his name? His name is like. It it's sounds like the, the same, same thing, right? It sounds the same. Little guy. Um, like a little Chechen, right? He's he's one Has, of yeah. It's Hezbollah. Hezbollah. Yeah. He's one yeah. of the uh, viral small people on the internet. Hezbollah. He's from Dagestan. Everybody's favorite former Soviet city. So, yeah. Uh, that was the only joke I could come up with. See? See what I mean? See why I haven't done this in a month? <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, start the show. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> appreciate this, bro. <laughs> Today I play to get to know ya. Please wanna be close to you. Yes, I'm so hungry. You're like water for my soul. Peace and love, thirsty. everyone. Without you, there's no me or the other I feed. Sometimes the world is dark and I just can't see. With these demons around all around, I bring me down to negative vibes. But I believe, yes, I believe. I said I believe. I stand on my feet, one be brought down on one knee. I fight with all of my might to get these demons to flee. Hashem's rays, fire blaze, burn bright in I believe. Hashem's rays, fire blaze, burn bright in I believe. How the darkness comes light, twilight and to the heights. Crown lights burning up, how to do that twilight. So thank you to my God, now I finally got it right. And I fight with all of my heart and all of my soul and all of my mind. That's right, just a pure artist, one of the one of the great artists out there, Modest Yahoo. Uh, that's right, folks. From the land to the sea, Garbage Juice Podcast is here for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I don't have any more. That was. There's no hate tonight, folks. It's nothing but love. Love for all of the uh, citizens of this beautiful world. We're we're back. Yeah, 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 yeah. November, Lee. It's great to have you here as always. We don't. Thank you, Ryan. The world is falling apart, and we don't have to have the answers. What we do bring is nothing but great vibes to all of our our kings, our, our listener kings, with yet without their crowns. We're going to dive into topics tonight, as we always do. 
but the but the world is is a terrible place, and we're gonna see what we can do about that. As two uh, strapping young lads taking on the challenges of solving all of the world's problems, we do find ourselves a need of rest. The seasons are changing. How how was your Halloween? Did you do anything Halloweenish? How was your Halloween, Ryan? Uh, I want to hear about your Halloween first. I went to work and then I got my girlfriend, wife ready to go to Portland. <laughs> You're going she, to Portland? Yeah, she's in Portland right now, which means that the house is mine, which means that I got to take care of the dog that won't shut up. And I got to take care of the cats that somehow decide that they're going to throw up today. And then I got to go take my car into the shop today because I took a personal day from work today because I've been in the shop all week building for the next great show at city springs theater coming up white christmas Ooh. i'm dreaming of a white genocide <laughs> i'm not sure they can call it that anymore can they just like the ones jordan peterson described <laughs> um white christmas i don't know what it's about i've never look if it's not a television show or a, a movie with Will Ferrell, the chances of me knowing these musicals are not 0%. very not very high. But I did take the lady to go see Fiddler on the Roof. My shantaf, my shantaf. Wow. Yeah. And didn't you did she see the tree of life that you built? She did. She's she saw it all. They were selling $16 glasses of wine. $16 solo cups of wine. That seems abusive. Well, it's great for, for watching a show. Watching a show. <laughs> Really, about the culture, and we went to we went to see. In the midst of everything happening, we still went there in solidarity with Jewish people around the world. We did that. It was beautiful, mostly because I love admiring my own work. Uh, the team that I work with is also gold. Some of the biggest experts in the biz. Shout out to all of them. They they know who they are if they're listening. I wish they all they all do. Um, and I did. Nothing for Halloween. I bought a mask in case I went somewhere because usually for Halloween, I stay in. I'm a recluse most of my life. Now that I'm in my golden years, as uh, 69 years old, I've taken on to calling this basement my home, uh, learning to learning to do a lot of pickling and sewing. Uh, I don't need any, any other thing, any other connection to the world. Did anyone come to your door to trick or treat? Yes, they did. Someone did come to the door to trick or treat. One person, one one kid before before the lights were out, and then we, I was in the doorway in Darlene's office. I had just got off from work, and I said, "Did you get candy?" She looked at me like, "No, what? I forgot it was all." I said, "This is a nice looking house from the street. People are going to come here looking for candy. For sure, the children. They know that y'all have it." It's not the the greatest neighborhood, but there is some nice looking houses, and there's a ton of kids. So you know, you're you're a kid. You're gonna look for Ken. You're gonna go to the house. It's, we there's two cars in the driveway. I was sitting there talking to her because it was like six p.m. I was like, we're gonna have trick or treaters, and she's like, but what? I didn't I didn't think to know that it was Halloween. And then right as I'm saying that, knock 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 knock. <laughs> she's like, oh no. She looked all scared. I said, who do you who do you think it is? And then she goes and runs to the kitchen like we have anything. Babe, we don't have any candy. If we had candy, I would eat it. <laughs> if we bought candy, I would eat it. 
and then I, <laughs> and then I felt bad. I was like, well, shit, they're kind of standing there for a while. I'm, but I don't want to answer it because I don't, I don't want to look at a child's face of uh, disappointment. I can't. I don't want that in my life. Got to right go now. out there, like, hey guys, look, look. I'm sorry, we we just don't have any candy. You're gonna have to go. But think about when you're a kid, and you went to those houses. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, you're going to get egged. <laughs> we used to have a guy on my street when I was a kid growing up giving out Bible, like little little mini Bibles that he was that's some uh american protestant gold right there yeah y'all need jesus y'all don't need hershey bars you need (laughs) jesus okay i guess i'm i'm welcome thank you (laughs) the the steelers titans right now barn burner 16 to 13 almost the games surprisingly both teams have scored touchdowns what's going on with steelers just suck it's not fun Every game they play is not even when they win. It's not fun. They're like, yeah, you won ten to ten to seven. Good job. Like, what? What an entertaining football game. You only scored a touchdown because your defense strip sacked the quarterback or something. If there's no offense, if your team has no offense, there's no enjoyment in the sport. It's like, oh, another punt. Like, let's see how far this punt goes. That's the, that's the game. been the Jaguars. <laughs> So the Jaguars oh, it's so miserable. Yeah, it's so miserable. This is like hopeless. It's like uh, first downs are like that's what the pros do. We're <laughs> we're triple A ball. We're still the we're still the Jacksonville Bulls. Is that why Jacksonville has a chant when they when they get a first down that it was such a rare occurrence that they need a chant to like recognize that that it occurred? The move those chains chant is that a Jag Jags thing? Folks, linked in the show notes, there's going to be um, a way to access the change.org petition that I filled out to change the Jaguars, move those change chant. The chant itself is very problematic, and we don't um, we get zero juice from that chant. That chant is re- uh, repetitious, and it needs to go. It's stale. It's a Jaguar team of loser years. We need to part ways with that. The chant itself is bad energy. It's probably why we've been so terrible at home. We win, we've won like uh, almost all of our away games since uh, the middle of last season. Um, it's the home games, and it's because of the champ. Check yeah. out uh, the change.org article link in, in the show notes. Do you think the players are sitting there on, on the field or I know. standing in the huddle, and they hear that, and they're like, Jesus fucking Christ, are we lame? I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. I speak to a lot of the players. Uh, we're uh, friends with a lot of the the starters, and they hate it, folks. The football players on the field, the ones that are doing the scoring and the first down, and uh, they don't like to hear it. So don't don't um don't engage. Calling for a ceasefire on the move those chains chant. <laughs> the garbage use administration's official statement is they are proclaiming a ceasefire of move those chains, the highly offensive and derogatory, problematic chant. United Nations has has gotten involved <laughs> in the argument. Started by what well, we can only imagine domestic terrorists, uh, neo-Nazis and uh, Klansmen in Jacksonville, Jaguar fans. Something, again, we'll, we'll need to deal with as a fan base. Um, so I put together a spooky season radio transmission. Let's check it out. Mr. Pop. <laughs> 
get started? Well, naturally. Now, uh, turn out the lights. No, no, you won't see any ghosts in the dark, but <laughs> they'll be able to see you. This is Sergeant X. They say that ghosts and the like just don't exist. That when a person passes on, he just lies quietly, not bothering another soul, so to speak. You believe that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, did you ever hear about the Garbage Juice Podcast? <laughs> Attention, turn up the mic. Thank you very much. And I'm glad it's such, because this is the worst microphone I think I've ever had. It looks like shit. I hope you can hear me back there. I'm blowing out my voice talking to this stupid mic. This is the worst mic I've ever had. It's unbelievable. It's a rotten, lousy mic. It's not my deal. I have a good mic. You don't have a good mic, it's a very difficult deal. You walk out for for two weeks, you talk and you say, what the hell happened to us? Ah, there you have it, folks. The demonic um, fever dream sequin that was captured on radio, uh, brought to our attention by one of our interns. The insanely spooky, scary, haunting radio transmission that came through over the AM airwaves. What was President Donald J. Trump trying to tell us? What was this evil spirit that's come through the show and rattled our microphone quality, our audio quality for the show. Why does it persist during the communications? What type of haunted entity are we dealing with? The Garbage Juice Podcast Spooky Season uh, opener. I thought I, I thought I did a good job. I liked it, and I had fun doing it. That was that was the most complete thing you've ever made, Ryan. Felt felt pretty complete. Two and a half minutes. That's a record. <laughs> <laughs> Don't typically go longer, but that's all right. There's a beginning. There was a middle. There was an end. There was some 
nostalgia. There was some terror. There was some surprises, like Donald Trump being part of the Garbage Jews Network, being part of the Trying Jewish to Boys. communicate to us. It, it was a transmission. He found a way to directly communicate to us. Is this is this advanced government level, high agency level technology? Is there some type of beam that he can transmit communications? Uh, that it's we don't it's know shocking about? to me he's had time to do this because every time I, I see him, he's either walking to or leaving the courtroom. Every single time I see him now. <laughs> he's entering or exiting a courtroom. Okay, well, there there goes a motive here. Something of the urgency of... Uh, a high level priority uh, is probably requesting, probably uh, trying to communicate something. But what? What is it? Um, we, we'll need to look into this a little further. We'll need to see where this goes. Oh, Sam Bankman Freed found guilty on all counts, every single one. Sad to see it. Friend of the show, SBF. That was tonight. Sam Bankroll. It took him four hours to come back with a judgment over there. Pour one out, folks. To our boy, lost in the judicial system, another victim to being born into the trenches. That's right. His parents were were Stanford scum, coastal elitists. Um, maybe they took his adrenochrome when he was young. Against all odds, he rose to the top and is, well, this is a form of silencing, something that we're all familiar with here on the show. We'll probably have a link to maybe... Maybe his bail fund or maybe to get points credit on his card for. Is there anyone out there defending him? Is there like a like a counter protest for him going on? I haven't seen any. That's why we're championing the pro Sam Bankman Freed movement. Uh, free Sam Bankman Freed. It's the most and... contrarian movement. It's it's literally like 100% to zero, right? <laughs> You know, in this world, we can't really agree on much, <laughs> but but a hundred a hundred out of a hundred. Yeah, agreed. we want to we want to see this him motherfucker. Say- we're gonna fry this motherfucker. That like not a single person. Every everyone immediately ratted him out. Immediately, like within within minutes, ratted him out. He thought he was God. He thought he was untouchable. You got to make the right connections, or you get sold upstream. It happened to the um, oh, Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, right. With the it, blood company. Yeah, it ha- it happens with those that clown, just get a little she's too got like cocky. A clown face. She's like yeah. a clown face woman. <laughs> yeah, the clown face woman who uh, did a uh, you know a, a, a magazine cover trying to like dress like Steve Jobs or something. Yeah, exactly. These, these exactly are her choices. Her. These are their choices that land them there. You got to make the connection. What's better than money? It's power. I you think, to make I the think he's going to get 10 years. I think he's going to get 10 years in prison. What is it called? The like the convenience store in jail? The commissary? Commissary. <laughs> Folks, we're going to have a link uh, to add to St. <laughs> Benjamin Freed's commissary card. We can help our boy stay ramened up, get him some Snickers and whatnot. He deserves it, folks. The, the heavy hammer of the corrupt law coming down Aren't on him. Aren't both his parents like Harvard or Stan- like Stanford Law School professors, like both of them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they couldn't get him off? He did a thing where he like reached out to the Trump administration about <laughs> what would it take for you not to run again? It was something like $50 billion or like 500. Wait, no. Mi- yeah. Look, You're look joking, right? No, no, no. No, no, no. There's no, no way this is real. 
no November Fools here. Here, this is from this is actually dated October second. Sam Bankman Fried considered paying Trump five billion not to run for president. <laughs> yeah. Michael Lewis tells sixty minutes. SBF was considering paying Donald Trump five bill not to run for president. What if what if he did it? What if Trump's like, yeah, five billion dollars? And he took the money, but then he still ran. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he didn't pay him. He, he didn't would pay do him. it. He would do it though. He oh, would, Trump would do it, that. I, I would game. have you think I love that man enough already? There couldn't be more love that came from me if he did that. He would win over so many voters for doing <laughs> <laughs> So many people would be like, well, you, game recognized game. I got yeah. to put him on the ballot. He don't play him. Yeah, I, rec- I recognize a pimp when I see one. Yeah, so here's a quote. So this guy, Mike, I think, so this is the one guy, Michael Lewis. This guy, Michael Lewis, he's, a, he's an author. He was in the process of like doing a documentary or something. Or maybe he was writing a book on SBF. Like he had access to SBF. And writing a book on him when everything went down and he he brought out this book i think he's the one yeah. guy who's like he's he's the he's the one guy in the whole world that's like yeah spf he, he didn't do anything the guy who wrote his book basically okay have you heard about that yeah that's so probably where i heard the here, story from because i heard it recently sam's thinking we could pay donald trump not to run for president like how much would it take lewis said he did get an answer he was floated there was a number that was kicking around. And the number that was kicking around when I was talking to Sam about this was $5 billion. Sam was not sure that number came directly from Trump. That's so funny. I hope it did. Yeah, $5 billion. Loser. <laughs> a Bankman Freed, right? Okay, so Steve Chung, a Trump campaign spokesman, told NBC that Bankman Freed is a liar who is back to his conning ways and trying to deceive people. Yeah. <laughs> Something tells, something tells me that we maybe have not seen the last of SBF. Dude, I hope not. Hopefully he makes his triumphant return after um, he's, he serves uh, what um, uh, shortened sentence for good behavior. You know what he did wrong, right? Like, do you know, do you know what SBF did? Do you follow uh, that closely? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he basically took a lot of people's money. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best description that's the best three or four words five words ever you just so he basically took people's oh, money like it's a the lot best of their way money. to describe what he, he did. took yeah. it, <laughs> it was like, it's not there anymore <laughs> sorry you gotta see how this is on you right this is what he's telling people this is exactly a, right you, you, you didn't <laughs> what did you think this what do you think was gonna happen here ah <laughs> uh, he's going up in the hall of garbage juice fame great americans that walk the earth at the same time as the garbage juice podcast have you ever seen this I, I don't know if we'll cut this we may cut this okay but this for me was very strange and maybe maybe there's something wrong with my brain i had to read this like multiple times folks we're looking up a screen grab of you, you that that's his girlfriend is- this is Sam Bankman Freed's uh, girlfriend, which if you're online, you've seen her. She's been ridiculed a bunch for her looks. Um, but it's okay because um, apparently she's not a very good person. Uh, so we have 4chan text format of the image and text that we're looking at. 
And this is a post on Reddit. Bro had a net worth of $16 billion and risked it, risked it all for this. The Griffey must have been unfathomable. <laughs> now, it, now, I don't know. I'll just go ahead and read it. Uh, this. Normans can't understand the thrill of pinning the weasel. Night spent chasing an over-amphetamine Caroline around the beanbag forts. Her squealing and gibbering, pouring sweat... <laughs> And on the verge of seizing, your friends build up an intoxicating, delirious state with Talmudic chantings at the sidelines, hitting the Caroline toy with brooms if she tries to escape. <laughs> Sam would be giggling and laughing as the waves of methamphetamine pleasure seem to harmonize with the droning Hebrew verses. He runs through the beanbag maze, fat and portly, with his Viagra-powered penis a divining rod for the weasel, <laughs> sweat gushing down his face. Around his unfocused eyes, he laughs and chortles until he gasps. Found you! <laughs> the math sweasel screeches defensively, but Wankman, Bankman, is upon her in seconds, his penis thrusting blindly into her flank, leg, <laughs> stomach, and ribs, unconcerned about anything but the motion. Eventually, serendipity finds her mouth, and the cocktube rodent is placated, suckling contently on Bankman's dehydrated dick. <laughs> uh, there you have it. Pure poetry online. Reddit is, as always, undefeated. We'll, we'll, have, a link to, <laughs> we'll have a link to this post so you can gaze at its splendor uh, on your device. Uh yeah. Can you uh, imagine? Is... Can you imagine the creativity necessary? <clears throat> the pure, the pure creative energies necessary to write that. I like to imagine an image come to life. I think someone was looking, just watching her, looking at images of her, and taking on a whole persona. There is stories about their cargo short beanbag lifestyle in the Bahamas. Uh, it was a bit of a polycule startup vibe now, Ryan, as as the re as the resident culture expert here on the garbage juice podcast can you explain what a polycule is the proper terminology for the domicile of a polyamorous relationship so within these housing settings you'll have uh the primary the secondary, the tertiary, you'll have all of the members of the, the multiple couplings, uh, polyamory. <clears throat> That's their main place of living. Maybe they own, maybe they individually, they'll live separately or some will, but the main, it's the main nest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pro probably where they're mostly making um, beanbag forts. <laughs> methamphetamine parties with giggling and thrusting oh yeah but it's so much you could imagine so much uh, uh, youthful highly highly amphetamined nights oh, just a lot of weirdness going on from some weaselly greasy looking people <laughs> yeah really yeah we've, really we've done we've done um uh, analysis of his video before I believe on, on the show uh, just uh, fucking 
kicking that leg like he's playing a double bass pedal like just tapping it tapping both legs just uncontrollably jaw grinding away <laughs> looking as, as someone, looking better than ever as someone who has uh you've been prescribed to some some medications over the years do you recognize that behavior oh it's it's strong the force is strong with those that are on a little bit too much but it feels so great that's why we love it. we love doing drugs um only only for for um uh those that can handle it though and um yeah. you know we're not we're not trying to we're not like telling people to you know you got to do this or do that but for um scamming billions of dollars out of suckers that's probably the the right kind of substance you want to be on it'll really help you keep a look at the numbers but also want more not yeah, be exactly. satisfied <laughs> with like having a, an operation that turns a profit feeling the divinity having a, a lust and a thirst an unquenchable desire so uh you you, you know you can get what you ask for there was a there was someone a story of icarus i forget it was like this guy, this guy became went from a nobody to having thirty billion dollars in three years, and no one ever asked that. Like, no one ever thought that was a bit unusual. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, he was grinding, figuratively and literally, grinding his jaw and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I try to invent you know, that. What a what a roller coaster ride of a life that is. Yeah, to be literally the richest person in the world under thirty years old to going to federal prison within the span of like uh, two years. Bonkers. I mean, he look. I'm saying ten years. He might get a hundred years. Fuck, I don't even know at this stage. Yeah, you got to imagine uh, if he's got any of that money still, which he probably has gotta, something like, somewhere. You know, Red and Shawshank Redemption. He's got a fucking tin can of money. Mm-hmm. In, in, under a stone in mexico right you remember the end of that movie oh yeah There's... you would have to you would so he's got to have to be stashing shit he's got to have especially crypto of... that stuff is so easy to hide Fucking... <laughs> yeah yeah and, and you know <laughs> like a usb key he gets out he gets uh amenities for helping the guards log back into their crypto accounts because they forgot their <laughs> passwords <laughs> There's ways to make this time go by a little quicker. It would be crazy if this is like one of the, uh, you know, like life sentence situations. And he's like, we don't see That's him what ever saying, again. Though. Next time he's out, he, you know, he looks like 120 and he's like 65 years old and he's all pruned up. No, they're talking about them giving him the fucking, uh, what was that guy's name? And with that, did the big Ponzi scheme. Oh, Bernie, Bernie Madoff. Madoff. They're talking about giving him the Bernie Madoff treatment. I think sending him away like three life sentences. He's gonna die in there. <laughs> <laughs> 150 years in prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to outlive that motherfucker. <laughs> he got fined 170 billion. If you're involved in that kind of activity, you just gotta keep paying off people. You just gotta keep paying people off all the way up the chain. And if you don't, they'll get you. You gotta pay the piper. That's the big mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Sam Bankman should have taken paying Trump five billion dollars a little more seriously. 
Maybe he wouldn't be in this trouble right now. I bet he's got a few regrets. Because <laughs> guess guess who's the guy that's leading in the polls and is about to be and, and has a chance to be president in a couple of years and can issue you a night one of those nice pardons. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> you just get some out to to like get them to pay them. <laughs> If anyone could work that out, our boy Donald J. Trump. No, but if you think about it, and if you think about it, really, and you're like, who who's the person who who can get me the most money? Hey, Sam, go out there, go go move somewhere where scams are legal, and go scam as yeah. many people as possible. Get me my five billion dollars, or I'm gonna put you back in jail. Yeah, mob style, threaten him with <laughs> his life. <laughs> This is a crazy story, Sam Bankman Freed. A tale of rags to riches. Well, middle class, upper middle class. I'm pretty sure they're very wealthy. Wealthy class to riches to maybe life in jail. Riches uh, to more riches to riches to to maybe life in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Wealth to riches, wealth to unbelievable wealth to life in jail. Sam Bankman. (laughs) Not free. Oh, <laughs> when, is the, when is the sentencing? That's the uh, sentencing. Not until 2024. You got to wait fucking four months. Well, I get they got to be putting him in jail, right? Decades in prison. Well, that would suck. Remember, he was going around like he was giving an interview to anyone who would talk, who would mm-hmm. who would fight with a camera and a mic. We could have had when when uh, FTX went down, we could have had SBF. In as a call-in guest, we he would have spoken to us. We got, we got to <laughs> yeah, start. We missed our fucking chance, dude. We got to start doing that. Maybe we can get on his visitor list at the Folsom Prison or wherever the fuck he winds up. We're do, we're here to do a live podcast show, kind of like a Johnny Cash thing to the <laughs> to the inmates. Come with a bunch of podcast gear. <laughs> <laughs> I bet guys, I bet they would like they would come. Right, that we'd have some uh, a whole new gang of listeners. Nah, he look. He seems really annoying. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to last fifteen seconds around him. Maybe fifteen minutes would be my max. To segue here, we got to blame the world events along with the continued media production blackouts from uh, extended strikes. The writers are back, but I don't believe the actors have uh, agreed or came to any type of resolution. Uh, so we're still not getting great content out there but as entertainers well can't anyone act i think so i think anyone can act so what are they wasting their time waiting for these guys to sign a labor deal well get some people off the fucking street right we need funding to take this show because we of course we're independent so we can do this um but it's important for us to keep uh, giving out all of our our beautiful entertainment as we do, because um, yeah, it's been we've been in a bit of a lull for laughs. Our laugh meter is slow. Oof. We're gonna start. We're gonna have to bring back the uh, the laugh track in our in our in our media in our entertainment. <clears throat> I I do like uh, find myself uh, underwhelmed with so much of the new stuff that I see. You know. Um, turning on netflix and watching the new shows and maybe it's like they're not for me maybe maybe they're targeted to the youths 
Yeah, it's like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Are you going to see the new Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon? Mm, I want it. I feel like that's a movie you you want to see when it comes out on DVD, right? Like that. That's not a that's not a movie theater movie, is it? It's not like Mission Impossible, right? It's like a all right. It's it's on Netflix. I can watch uh, yeah, it there. Yeah, I, I looked at Apple. It does it doesn't have a date for release because it's an Apple film. Oh, okay. It's really good that all the corporations have all just kind of consolidated into one or two and are making all of our media now. It's so comforting. It's like a warm blanket. <laughs> it's like a cold hand into a dark night leading us in. Like remember, remember when there were a bunch of different independent companies that would kind of try to do creative things and create new media so that people would consume the best. Remember when they had that? Isn't it better now that you only have like two or three real main corporates that kind of own all creative media and none of that creativity and entrepreneurship is still there. Isn't that good? Yeah. 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 It's good. It's definitely good because what's happening now is um, the fine folks at Amazon are actively cutting out things that aren't so great in media. They're taking, they're taking parts of movies out. Good. Things that might uh, shine negatively on our corporate overlords, something that might look bad to uh, uh, stockholders or executive boards. It's Gotta like get the ESG scores up, bro. Got to get the ESG scores. Yeah, it's like they're cleaning things up. So the original piece, as the um, the foolish creators intended, is made better. So the artists, <laughs> the artists are over here. <laughs> Addition and, through subtraction, and above, Ryan. Above them is a firm layer of uh, censorship. <laughs> a profit which based is great open free market profit based censorship um yeah i was uh i was <laughs> speaking with a friend who has a a lengthy and robust collection of dvds and blu-rays because he he did work at a uh video rental place years ago and he was tempted to be charged with embezzlement because he figured out a way basically <laughs> through some type of um questionable uh working of transactions of uh, handing deals out I, I i don't know specifically so what he it would was. steal them yeah he was stealing videos it was so it's a great so he's <laughs> got and it because it it is actually uh years ago i didn't put much value on dvds or cds but the real heads are they're all about those cds and the music quality because i guess there is deterioration over uh the uh, audio file when it's um uh it's digitized so uh the the hard copy plays better but also these movies like uh there's some movies that are just in limbo between ownership so it, it, some of these stuff like you you can't find it anywhere because you can't go to like a a national chain uh video rental place to get videos uh, so have having like a DVD collection CD collection probably a pretty good idea People have been collecting records forever. What's the difference? The 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 vinyl heads. We got a lot of listeners that are vinyl heads. Um, I think that would be a pretty cool hobby having the root the space uh, to do so. 
and um the the money to uh really invest is always um a boss move you gotta have the the ability to just keep things you know you gotta have the things right yeah. like the cds like I'm sure there's a way to keep it nice, like a nice like wall of CDs, basically. That you can you go to from. like every rich person's living room or media room or uh, guest um, community space room. They have built-in shelves, built the built-in bookshelf, media shelf wall. That's a nice move. You gotta yes, you absolutely have to have uh, the space for it. Also, um, you know, yeah, eight- to properly organize it, right? Yeah, or else eight, you're gonna have three thousand CDs laying around your little apartment. Eighteen thousand dollars to get a a carpenter over there to install one. Do you know? Do you have to go and go to the lumberyard and buy lumber for your projects? Yeah, we do. So I mean, I don't. I'm not doing it. I'm not buying it. Um, but I'm asking them how much does this cost? Wow, that's a lot. And then I do the math in my head. <laughs> this is like hundreds and thousands of dollars of material and labor. <laughs> it's like, damn, this thing to build, to build parts of the set. It's got to just be something that just banks millions of dollars. <laughs> and, and so and it's like, so, so you just got to love music and uh, acting in person. And it is uh, awesome to see. We had a great time seeing Fiddler on the roof in person. It was my first mm-hmm. time really going to a musical. Maybe oh, ever. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I'd always just worked them and then was sick of it. And didn't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it funny that i that that me as as a jew i've never seen fiddler on the roof well you're gonna love seen it. it before me it, it's got like uh tracks that you, you probably recognize just from cultural <laughs> some reference hits some of the hits yeah uh but you know it was, it was great to see that because it a great job um worked uh loading in and loading out uh michael jackson the musical at the Fox Theater, which probably would have been pretty cool to see if you listen to any Michael Jackson music recently in your life. Yeah, all the time. All everyone, he's a, he's, everyone loves he's Michael in Jackson. Constant play, constant play. Yeah, well, it was Halloween yeah. season, so it was. It, we Michael just Jackson Halloween. is the Halloween artist. Isn't that so? When we're at uh, what was it? trunk or treat we did where you everyone goes to a parking lot this is the new thing everyone goes to a parking lot decorates their trunk kids just kind of walk around the parking lot grabbing candy out of cars it's it's the most american thing that's ever existed let's be let's be honest but all the cars it's a good idea what music are they playing yeah yeah that'd be pretty cool that is the halloween Album. I think Without next year, next year uh, we're going to be more prepared, and I'm going to offer shots to the adults too. That sounds fun, right? Yeah, with your kid walking around, why not have some we, drinks? We went to go see. We went with the friends who have a daughter in their neighborhood, right? Because we live in a apartment. We don't have so we they yeah. have a house. Like we went yeah. to go. We want to go to the neighborhoods. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they got a good. And one of their friends' neighbors got this huge Halloween setup. Um, he has like seven bottles of wine, coolers full of beer, tequila. Like every every adult who comes by, he tries to. He's like, "You want wine? You want beer?" Da, 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 da. It, that to me 
that's the way that's the way you do it. Yeah. That, I mean, maybe that, maybe yeah. you don't need maybe you don't need seventeen different selections for everyone, but a little bit of alcohol doesn't hurt. Let's just yeah. say that's what I mean. No, that's that's the perfect pairing, right? Just dealing with your kid. Oh. A oh. drink or two sounds nice. And you don't have the selection of liquors. Tequila, Hennessy, you know, so so any family that comes through you want representation in your choices. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> that's really wise. Thank you. I consider myself a very open-minded man. I think so. I definitely think Thank so. You. Yeah. I, well, he didn't. This guy didn't have fantasy. He wasn't thinking like you. No. No. Open your mind up, dude. This, this is the year 2000. Come on. Let's live. Let's live in harmony and peace. Tequila, one hand, Hennessy in the other. It's it's that covers it's that poetic. covers everybody. <laughs> And I'd also everybody. have, <laughs> and I'll also for the for the real uh, crazy wild parents. Um, we gotta get this as a sponsor of the show. Rumplements, Rumplements. Oh, oh, oh! Blackout material, a one oh. right there. That's a premium liqueur. That is oh. a schnapps. It's like a peppermint schnapps that leaves your breath like uh, like you've basically just gargled some mouthwash scope. So it leaves you with a remarkably fresh breath without like a real liquor smell because it's a schnapps. But it's a 100 proof. And just after a couple, the same thing happens. And you might, listener at oh, home. Ryan, you... the first shot I took of peppermint schnapps, I threw up instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. Listener, listener at home, you're, you might be getting that really nauseous, um, like your mouth watering effect. And your stomach kind of uh, going through jolts at the moment. Just listening, uh, you might be familiar. It is the most chaotic shot there is, <laughs> hands down. Because what happens is if you if you don't throw up through that first one or the second one, it's all downhill. You'll you'll coast into some very very fun hours of partying. You won't remember it, and you will be throwing up later that night or the next morning. Guaranteed. But if you're good, you throw up that night. So the next morning, you don't feel nearly as bad. Yeah, when you but, get the spins. Yeah, every every once in a while, a couple times a year, if I'm out, I'll ask the bartender, and they'll give me that look. Uh, please do not throw up on this bar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many? How many do you want? I remember no being one's... at the frat house, and I was—I think I was already drinking that night. And I went into a fraternity brother's room, and he was pouring shots of peppermint schnapps, and I immediately took one. It was—it was five seconds. Immediately threw it up. <laughs> it's the most brutal. It's—it was—it's one of the most brutal. That and like Goldschlager. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but Goldschlager, not 100 proof, right? No, I could be wrong. No, that's true. No, peppermint like schnapps. It's like, dude, that's and not all peppermint schnapps is 100 you know what, proof. You know what? You know what I think when I think peppermint schnapps, like you gotta be on. You got 
that's the way you're you're on your alcohol journey really your next step from there is is literally drinking scope like you said it it's like you're you're about one dui away from not get having your license anymore so you can't you don't have your id and you can't go buy the liquor so you gotta buy and drink some scope that that's that's schnapps that's when that's the point like right before the fall also a funny part about it is that the bottle itself looks like it's straight out of nazi germany (laughs) i'll pull it up yeah i don't remember the bottle i never drank it again personally i don't think i ever drank that again i learned my lesson okay so you you get you see it's like it is there is there a swastika in there (laughs) ah rumplemans is that german oh fuck yeah Fuck yeah. it, is, is an... it! It looks like uh, the oh, it's like He Man. What the, the warriors hell? of the <laughs> authentic German? <laughs> right now we have a warrior princess, uh, metal shoulder pad, breastplate in a bikini bottoms and thigh high boots, riding a polar bear with the rumpleman's shield, wielding a giant sword, blonde hair, of course, maybe an eye patch or makeup. Polar bear looking incredibly fierce. This could be album cover material right here. You should get that as a tattoo. Fuck an album cover. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that as a tattoo. I like that. Yeah, that's a good that would be a good tattoo. (laughs) The warrior princess on a polar bear (laughs) with a rubber. Yeah, dude. You don't even need to change a damn thing. It's it's like are you sure you want Rumplemans? And then I pull up my shirt <laughs> across my across my back is a massive tattoo of an advertisement from what looks like uh, eighty two. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's it looks, totally in the art style of He Man. It looks like you know, a He Man Skeletor. It looks like a cover of a, like a paperback novel. Yeah, one of those like romantic novels. It's a, it is a from the, from the classic early 80s. look. Uh huh. You nailed it. But yeah, you got to be inclusive that, with your liquor image, selections. That image represents it well. When when you're out trunk or treating or handing out beverages to um, people in your community, always remember to be inclusive. Don't don't just stop at you know shots. Of, shot uh, one fifty one also chaotic too. But oh, God bless you there. Yeah, no, that's that's just like straight to blackout. Um, like yeah you're either you're either just starting your drinking career or deep in it and i guess a shot of that excuse oh you're on vacation a shot of that in your daiquiri uh that's nice a floater a 151 floater because (laughs) the the resort in mexico that you're going you're going to there's no way that that's full strength liquor somehow it's like (laughs) being on a cruise it's like they're watering it down yeah (laughs) <laughs> somebody asked me uh if i would want to go on a, a stagehand gigs for going on cruise ships and some guys Ooh. that i know are doing it like going out a week or two That's at a time i don't never been on a cruise ship man i feel like i Why missed my just try one i feel like i missed my window to like actually want to go on a cruise ship in in any type of meaningful way because it's not like yeah, it would be different because really you're working it. Yeah, it would be. It definitely would be a different experience. But I don't imagine you going on there like for fun. Yeah, I would get. I feel like uh, I don't know. You get what you pay for. Some are going to be nicer than others, but it would just be really disappointing if like 
after like the first day and a half, you're already just like exhausted of the food. You know, it's like, I don't know. It feels confining. I guess I've never been on one of those ships. So it would be like being at a hotel resort. I mean, there's plenty of space. Do a week. Even if you hate it, it's just a week. What's the worst that could happen? You get paid and you have fun. We could get lost at sea. <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore. It's not. It's not a realistic outcome. Okay. Well, where's Malaysian flight? Whatever that got lost. <laughs> we could get stuck sideways in a canal. We could. We could get overtaken by pirates. That would be. <laughs> that would be the best thing to happen to you. Believe me. I would. I would fit in well with the pirate crew. I yeah. Would, I would. <laughs> Go back to my roots as life on the sea. Look, guys, any way I can join you? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're making a pit stop after I befriend my crew. After they take me in as one of their own, I convince them to go down to South Florida as our next stop. Hell yeah. We we um, we bring on wanted criminal assailant number 45 and Lee on the ship. We just sail the open seas and and, and uh, pillaging for gold and treasure. Yeah, I I get, I get scared of for the idea of going out on a boat now because I've like in the past uh, I've had no problems when I was younger, but then yeah, have you started getting 20s, seasick as you get older? Yeah, I don't. I the last time I did it was like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. But I did I do remember getting seasick, possibly because I was drinking rumplements the night before, <laughs> on like. Duval Street in Key West, but it was a like a really choppy, rough day. Ah, no, that has nothing to do with it. Oh God, I thought I'd need to take some like uh, the the non drowsy or seasick stuff. What drama mean? Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't the Rumpelman. So it was your sure, <laughs> sure. It had nothing to do with it, right? Mm-hmm. That was absolutely miserable being out on a boat, and it's like. You know, there's a bunch of people, so they're not going to turn around. Like if you're feeling ill, you just have to suck it up. And there, there was a lot of lot of us getting sick, and it was like, "How to, how to hold, give me, give me a rod." Fucking <laughs> 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 dry heaving, <laughs> and then you're just like hungry and dehydrated. That's not fun. That's not fun. Fishing. No, could- I, I only take pleasure cruises now. Yeah, something a little more lightweight. Yeah, fishing is dedication. Riverboat cruises. That is one of the things that guys lean into as they get into their 30s. Guys have to choose a path in life, and they they often will lean into fishing, outdoor stuff. Yeah. Guys have to really find their niche. I'm getting into guns. I'm getting into guns now. That's going to be my thing. Gun guy. You're already already wielding two right there in frame. Yeah, yeah, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. I'm exercising my, my Second Amendment rights. Right now. Shooting a gun is a lot of fun. That's definitely something to get into. Yep. Um, maybe golf could be one of them. Uh, mountain biking. But the thing with guns is that you can you can do that everywhere uh, with all those activities, <laughs> right? You can't golf, mountain bike at the same time, but I guarantee yeah. you, I can mountain bike and shoot. Yeah, that's a that's a fun new activity. I've been taking up mountain biking and shooting. It's uh, pretty fun. Um. <laughs> Other mountain bikers are going to look at you funny on the trail. <laughs> uh, but as long as no one catches you, you're going to be all right. Um, it, the The firing of a gun on um, biking trails will alert the authorities. You just got to be quick. 
target practice squirrels and all types of objects out <laughs> yeah, there on the trail. Yeah. Ryan, have you been on the social medias recently? Have you been have you been a lot real heavy in the social medias? Not really. Haven't been working, and um, you know, so logging into X.com, it's uh, terrible news or just like video of someone getting ran over and dying. <laughs> it's, it's like. <laughs> Logging into Twitter now is like logging into it's like a, it's it's being exposed to a series of atrocities. Yeah, one after the other, after the other, after the other. <laughs> oh, what's going on on X.com? Oh, cool! Someone's in, impaled with a stake on uh, security <laughs> footage. Oh, time to eat my ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, back to back to going to, back to work. Right. Um, yeah. That's so. That's uh, so yeah, true. It's not. It's. I'm not. Um, again, we're we're in a lull. We're in a laugh lull. Uh, Too fit for fall is here. Uh, Garbage juice podcast. Um, um, After the, the Too fit for bitch, fall. Hot bitch summer. Sizzling summer. Um, sizzling summer. The, the sizzling, sizzling <laughs> summer series two K two three is long gone. And here we are, two fit for fall, the dripped out garbage juice podcast, radio production network crew, independent media. Um, on top of everything going on, we're dropping the awful news about our boy Sam Bankman Freed. That that is something that just kind of dropped on us, right? That was that's kind of newer news. That that just happened tonight, Thursday night. But in, in the face of everything, we will continue to laugh. We will continue. To smile, we'll continue to be here doing what we do. You know where I don't see a lot of protests, Ryan? Tell me. At FAMU, your alma mater. You you know what I yeah, you know what I don't see on the news? Anyone protesting FAMU for protesting. anything at the FAM. I saw uh FAMU Georgia uh license plate. And I said to myself, Why don't I have a FAMU Georgia license plate? I didn't oh, realize what? they just do that for all the colleges. Maybe it's a special, special situation. For FAM. They got a lot of fam. Yeah, they had so it's many a requests. Powerhouse Fulton County, Georgia had so many requests for a fam. You <laughs> beautiful Fulton County. Fulton County. I was told today by um one of the guys at the mechanic shop that was giving me a ride. Fulton County is a luxury. It is the wealthiest county in Georgia. And I said to myself, "Well, no shit. It's, a, it's the wealthiest county in Georgia." Have you seen the rest of Georgia? <laughs> it's like the entire state is here. So where else would there? There's too much celebrity in this. There isn't enough coastline. It's like wetlands. The Georgia coastline is is like um, undevelopable. I mean, like Savannah kind of has like a beach area, doesn't it? I yeah, I've been there. I I've was never there been. 18 years ago. I, I remember it. Yeah. No, like, I don't remember it at all. 
Like <laughs> I, I have flat, I have the, the smallest of flashes of being in Savannah, Georgia. Maybe it's more like a port, like Charleston City, downtown Charleston. Can I tell a story real fast about Savannah? That's all I remember. It was our freshman year formal. So my first year I was in my fraternity, I was 18. And I never really hung out with people before outside of a few friends. So I didn't know how to behave. So we went to this formal, again, we're like 18, we drive Tallahassee to Savannah, and you had to bring a date, right? So I I asked the girl that I had met, I don't even remember her. Three seconds ago, you. Yeah, like 15 (laughs) seconds ago, like some girl like, hey, do you want to go to savannah with me we're gonna stay at some fucking motel with with a with a banquet hall in it (laughs) yeah within two hours i gotten so drunk that she didn't even she was like yeah there's a problem with this guy like within two hours (laughs) of arriving there the two hours of arriving there (laughs) i had game over (laughs) so many problems finish him <laughs> that's There's all a- i remember is like the older brothers being like what like calm the fuck down you know like what's wrong with you brother lee <laughs> you're be- you're being real <laughs> bitch ass little <laughs> hey get your shit try to think of shit that that was said circa mid 2000s i don't know the how did mid, we speak back the then? mid the mid aughts no that was like 2006 dude the mid 2000 aughts the oos the, the iphone didn't even come out yet yeah the iphone was right right there the change the world forever that that has to be in so many ways uh like yeah that yeah that's the that's a real breaking point yeah in our that's society. How that's life you know not books bc not bc or ad or whatever the fuck it is it's before iPhone and after iPhone. B.I. That's society. Bye. Because once we had Before iPhones, iPhone. then we had Facebook, and then we had Twitter, and then we had TikTok, Instagram, TikTok. Then the society started rolling down down the drain, right? Thanks, Steve Jobs. <laughs> it sure fucking did. <laughs> the good it old sure years. Did, said Uncle Ted. Said Ted, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so our, we're gonna Ryan and I are gonna become uh, how do I say it? like eco terrorists? Where we just live out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Two guys living in in recording in a shed <laughs> without internet. <laughs> how will they do it? <laughs> All right, we got our set. We're we're live in the Tri County area. <laughs> you know, like we, we'd have enough radio coverage for three counties. I want to be in MTG's district. That's where I want to be. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I want to be Beautiful. an eco terrorist in MTG's neck of her south, the West Georgia pines. Broadcasting live from atop Mount Kennesaw here in North Georgia. <laughs> We have with us Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie, did you have any trouble finding the place? Oh, well, considering that you're in the middle of the woods, uh, it was a little difficult. <laughs> we don't want anyone to know where we are because we're mailing 
uh, we're we're mailing bombs. We're doing bombs via mail. We're doing a Ted Kaczynski <laughs> thing. It wasn't clear enough. Sending anthrax. Remember when they used to send anthrax to people? Mm-hmm. Get over. Like Hillary Clinton sent anthrax to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Those 20, were the days. That's what we grew up with. Write it into your ballots, folks. Twenty Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> I'm with her. Hashtag. <laughs> Check out season two, episode fifteen. Hashtag together, riding with Rodham. Is she campaigning in the write-in ballot this year? Uh, we, year? We're campaigning for her. <laughs> you know what we need? We need shirts. We need everybody back. We need shirts. Everybody back. Everyone. Everyone come back. Uh, fucking John Kerry. Hell uh, yeah. George W. Uh, even if they're not allowed, Barack Obama. Hillary Clinton, Sleepy Joe, Donald J. Trump. We get them all back in. We get them all to run. The unity, but not ticket. Mike Pence. But not Mike Pence. Mike you know Pence. what he said? Mike Pence is a traitor. This country is never invited <laughs> to show up to any garbage juice production ever. The show, myself, and everyone a part of the garbage juice podcast strictly prohibits the use of the word Mike Pence. The evil domestic terrorists. That is the former vice president, traitor, piece of scum. So when he he paused his campaign, he said, he now's not the right time for me. <laughs> like like there was ever a right time. Like there, <laughs> there in the past or in the future, there would have been a right time. What's he doing? No, he's got no fucking chance. He's got <laughs> his people have told him, like, you just want to spend your own money. We got nothing. Uh, so I, I saw like he was campaigning in Iowa. He couldn't get 12 people yeah, to come to see pathetic. him, right? Pathetic numbers. <laughs> this is the former vice president of the United States. He couldn't get 12 people. Absolutely. 12, 12 retired senior citizens that don't work and don't have anything else to do. Couldn't get 12 of them in a room. Absolutely. Disgraceful. Disgusting. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, losing. Ever since his Eminem freestyle, I think he's... Um, yeah, that must be it. That was probably it. Crush the freestyle. Unfortunately, it was Eminem <laughs> that he chose. Uh, so we haven't heard much from him since then, which leaves us, of course, uh, you know, we've we've said there this from the beginning. Else. It's there's nobody there ain't else. Nobody else but DJT. There's nobody else that's gonna. They're just us, pretenders. It's just jokesters. Like, basically. Like what feels kind of right is that we just cannot leave the year 2020 somehow. No, I want to go back to 2016, bro. That's what I want to go back to. Would be much nicer. Uh, but unfortunately, it feels like we're gonna get like a 2020 again. And uh um, no, we're going we're gonna back get, to 2016. We're gonna get some situation where there's a popular vote won and an electoral vote lost, or vice versa, or something that um just dumb as possible outcome. I I'm just waiting for I'm waiting for 
Kamala Harris to run after she finishes her after she removes every morsel of Islamophobia in the United States that moment she's going to run for president I want her to step up I want her to run for president <laughs> Islamic organizations around the country uh, writing her calling her you know what it's okay if you sit this one out <laughs> it's okay well you don't have to have um you don't have to have a solution for us we don't need another task force Kabbalah. it's okay we are gonna be we're gonna need to fight this one on our own thank you <laughs> thank you no thank you madam vice president i yeah, she's gonna have the same fate as mike pence where she's gonna show up try to show up to a room in in iowa and and five senior citizens are, are gonna be all she gets that's it that's it she's She'll say the Please. most baffling things. It is funny to see her. Like, it would be cool if she stays around somehow and gets put in situations where she has to explain something completely out of her <laughs> out of her abilities. Somehow she's got that magic, though. She does she does create a spectacle. And so that's always entertaining. Oh, I mean, if nothing else, it'd be nice if we get more spectacles with our leaders, with our aging crypt keepers. <laughs> <laughs> let's just call this one crypt keepers I, please the crypt keepers so we did it ryan we, we we did an episode it's always great recording with you uh likewise ryan yeah man and you got a birthday coming up I do. Da, 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 I do. You're coming to, you're coming, you're bringing Darlene and you're coming down to get in the station wagon. You're coming down to South Florida. We're gonna go to, we're gonna go to Red Lobster. Ooh, I love. <laughs> I like traveling. All you listeners know that I do. Tra- I do a lot of traveling, and one of my favorite things to do is go down to Florida and get real, authentic seafood. That's right. Red Lobster has a real foodie gourmand's um, heart with their menu. It's it's beautiful dishes, bright, <laughs> brilliant flavors of just uh, the freshest seafood. The, the, uh, the U.S. finest seafood producers down there in Florida have to offer. It's going to be a delight of a birthday celebration. Um, the best place I can go. Uh, every, everyone everyone here in the uh, Atlanta co-headquarter wishes you a happy and healthy new, new year for you. Your personal calendar starts fresh again. Um, we hope that your family and your friends and your your uh, co-workers give you a month-long celebration of you. They give you the attention, love, and um, respect, ser- Thank respect you. servitude that you deserve. We hope that you get um, everything that you asked for and your birthday cake is exactly the way you like it cupcakes you want you want those birthday cakes that are just all cupcakes this is just what yeah the, cupcakes. Uh, you, you can <laughs> yeah that's, that's the best i don't have to cut it i don't have to cut it yeah. i just Personally, can i just can eat frosted delightful 
cupcakes from what from the fanciest cupcake place that has a line at it always because it's the best. You know, I just got my. So I haven't done a blood test in five years, and I just did one. I saved up five years so that I could do a blood test. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. I have some high cholesterol now, so Ooh. I have to be careful. I can't be indulging in the cupcakes anymore. Yeah, I've been avoiding that news for a little while now. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, like, God, I could probably use some blood pressure medication. It probably helped me from just like going off the rails from time to time. It's probably a blood pressure situation there. Oh, yes, doctor, I do. I do eat a diet high in pepperoni. How did you know? <laughs> well, your kidneys and your liver uh, no longer function, sir. One thing I, I do probably have going for me is that I don't drink that much these days. That is very good. That is very healthy. I'm proud of you for that. Well, I would if I could. <laughs> but it hurts. <laughs> the booze, it hurts. Well, you know what? Your birthday is coming up real soon. And Thank you. I already have a gift in mind. Yeah. Begins with a rumple, ends with a mince. It's December 25th, right around the corner. <laughs> Yeah, say, say, yeah, you're <laughs> Christmas. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we do have our office. Um, what is it when you do the secret Santa? Yeah, the secret white Christmas Santa. elephant gifts or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. what we're 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 gonna do that at the Garbage Juice Podcast Studios. Yeah, we're we're gonna get um, a gift share program, whatever they're called. We'll have an intern look up that word, and we'll get, we'll correct that in post. All right, man. White elephant Christmas exchange gift. Well, uh, sigh up. <laughs> I think I know what to get you already. That or a Taylor Swift CD. One oh, or the other. a Taylor Swift jersey. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn. That's that's gotta already be sold out. That's already gotta be a thing, right? Kansas City Chiefs. Don't worry, baby. I'll get you, baby. T Swift. It just Does says T Swift. Doesn't she have like albums with like a number on it? Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. I think that's when I don't know. When she was born? Yeah, nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> yeah, something something like that. Whatever, whatever that number is that she has, put that on a jersey. Ooh, yeah. I hope Travis Kelce takes her name. That'd be incredible. <laughs> that'd be incredibly woke of him. That, that that's the last moment of the episode. I hope Travis Kelce takes her name. Cut. We've we've had some good laughs here. Yeah, thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, it's um, it, it's not easy. It really isn't. But thank no, thank you, man. Thank thanks for thanks for hanging out as always. Likewise. All right, man. Have a good night. Get some good rest. You know. You too, buddy. Put the make sure the cats and the dogs don't bother you, and we'll talk later. All right. Yeah, put Peace. those fucking things outside. Well, it is kind of like a Palestine-Israel conflict. Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
Hello, Lee. By the way, including Ryan.